how do you collaborate and maintain good relationships with your special needs parents? Hey, special ed teachers. In today's episode, I'll be sharing how I work with my parents and how to keep a good relationship with them. But before we get into it, I want to go ahead and read this week's review. It's entitled So Powerful by Sasha Star 4. It says, so grateful Michelle is here to share her wisdom and knowledge with others to help overcome the challenges that come along with teaching. Definitely worth a listen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sasha Star. If you're enjoying the show, go ahead and leave a quick written review in Apple Podcasts. I do read each and every single one, and it just lets me know what you want to hear more of. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. This topic is needed because connecting with our students' first teachers, their parents or guardians, is the first step to seeing success with our students. I remember my first day with my special ed classroom and students. It was toward the end of the day and I wasn't aware of how students went home. At the time, I had students from grades kinder through third grade. At dismissal time, my third grade student insisted that she was to walk home. I thought she was too young to do this, so I ended up calling her mother. Her mother did end up coming to pick her up at school, and she seemed kind of upset. We were both able to talk to the school secretary, and she let us know that students from grades third and up were allowed to walk home. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Yeah, I felt bad. And unfortunately, every parent-teacher conference and IEP with this parent felt very uncomfortable and awkward after that. And it was all because of that first interaction with this parent. Yeah, not a good first impression. So since then, I've learned a lot of lessons along the way with how to better collaborate and communicate with all my parents. And I always made sure to have a good first interaction with my students' parents and or guardians. So here we go. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents. For the first step is number one, Make first contact as soon as possible by phone call. Unfortunately, I've heard that some case managers do not meet their parents or their first interaction wasn't until their first IEP meeting. Hey, I'm guilty too. 
But I'm telling you, making that first contact early and by phone call with your parents makes a huge difference in the trajectory of the relationship you'll have. It shows parents that you genuinely care about getting to know them. It shows signs that you want the best for their child. And of course, talking to them in a genuine tone that you really, truly care and you are on the same side, wanting the same things for their child. So for number one is to make your first contact ASAP by phone. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents. The second step is number two, begin each IEP meeting praising their child. Oh man, I've had all kinds of parents enter that IEP meeting. Some were angry, some upset because of something that happened in their own past or the past of an older sibling. And some who are mama bears, ready to put up them dukes, man. (laughs) You do not want to mess with those parents. Come on, I worked in LA in the hood, parents that came from the mid nineties. (laughs) So I've had my share of conflict and animosity. Anyway, my point is to help break that tension with parents, it would be awesome to share a few positive things or a story about their child. After introductions have been made, it's great to focus the entire group with who we're all here to help. And that's the child. Once you share that cool story, like you've seen their child be a social butterfly and it's so easy for them to make friends, to their child really knows how to stand up for themselves and their friends and is a born natural leader. You are highlighting what the child can do. Since this meeting may be about what the child cannot do or is struggling with, this can help bring light to the meeting that their child is talented and gifted in other areas. So for number two is to begin each IEP meeting praising their child. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with their special needs parents. The third step is number three, have the parent share their child's likes and dislikes. This can be done over the phone. When you make that first call introducing yourself, or it could be a parent inventory survey that you send out to the parent before an IEP meeting. As educators, knowing your students' likes and dislikes gives us that insight into what can help motivate the child and what cannot. And no one else knows their child like a parent or guardian, the person living with them day in and day out. As a parent, I love when people ask about my own children, right? We love talking about our little ones or kids and what they enjoy. As a teacher, you can use this information for some good one-on-one conversation with that student. So for number three is to have the parent share their child's likes and dislikes. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with their special needs parents. The fourth step is get an update on any health issues. As a case manager, I like to make sure that we know as a staff whom directly works with the student, like the classroom teacher, the school nurse, and so on, any kind of health information that we should know about coming straight from the parent. It's imperative to know if a child has asthma, a severe allergy, seizures, or any feeding changing necessities that need to be done during school hours or that can happen during school. I usually ask this question at an IEP meeting or of course that first phone call you have with a parent. 
As a parent myself, this makes me feel more relieved that the staff understands and are aware of my child's needs. As a case manager, I feel it's our job to inform the team of any health updates since we are taking care of somebody's baby. That's how I would want my child to be treated. So for number four is to get an update on any health issues. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents. The fifth step is number five, do your background on the student's demographic information. Before you call a child's parent or guardian, it's a great idea to read any online information you may already have in the student's records. You can look at their basic information. You can find out how many siblings they have and what schools they attend and who the student is living with. Sometimes any special flags like any health alerts or custodial issues. I like to review this first. So if I have any particular questions about it, I can ask the parents so I can have a better understanding. So number five is to do your background on the student's demographic information. How to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents. The sixth and final step is ask the parent if there's anything the team needs to know or any other important info. This is an important question with a student that just came to you. I have heard stories about students witnessing domestic violence in the home to students that have jumped from foster home to foster home and then situations where parents just got their child back from the foster care system. And before they tell me, I let the parent know that they don't have to share just whatever they feel comfortable with sharing. And this has been so empowering for us all. It helps us navigate what resources we can give the child at school and also helps support the parent. So number six is to ask the parent if there's anything the team needs to know or other important information. All right, I hope these tips help you maintain a great relationship with your parents and we are all on the same team. And I tell my parents this all the time. The most successful students I have seen through the past 15 years of teaching are when the school and the parents are supporting one another. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the child. All right, now to recap, how to collaborate and maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents. For number one, make first contact ASAP by phone call. Number two, begin each IEP meeting praising their child. Number three, have the parent share their child's likes and dislikes. Number four, get an update on any health issues. Number five, do your background on the student's demographic information. And last but not least, number six, ask the parent if there's anything the team needs to know or other important info. I would love it if you would tell us in the Facebook group what you do to maintain a good relationship with your special needs parents and or guardians. You can join us at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. And then if you're enjoying the show, go ahead and leave a quick written review in Apple Podcasts. I do read each and every single one, and it just lets me know what you want to hear more of. All right, my friend, I'll catch you next time on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be please leave me a quick review 
and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.